Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. Welcome to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. This is your host, Dr. Barry here, and I'm excited for another episode. This one, particularly, we're going to be talking about health insurance, and we're going to be talking about health insurance from an expert on the field, and actually an insurance agent and sponsor of today's episode at Classic Insurance. So please stay tuned, and if you want my show notes, please head over to drpierresblog.com forward slash LLP046. All right, and welcome everyone to another episode of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. This is episode 46. And first of all, I want to say I'm excited. Like I say every week I'm excited, but I'm really, really excited about this one because this is our first sponsored podcast. You know, if you're a podcaster out there, you know um, how hard it is to actually get sponsors, you know, to really kind of buy into your message. And this is our first one, episode 46. And I'm actually excited because we have someone from a field that I talk about all the time, an expert in in that expertise of getting insurance, right? So we're going to be talking to Roger Mark from Classic Insurance, insurance agent who is absolutely amazing and has close ties to me myself because he's family, right? And of course, like I've always talked about making sure you keep everything in the family when you're doing business, whatever you're doing, right? So we're going to be talking about health insurance. We're going to be talking about how to get on health insurance, why you need an insurance agent, and don't just go to like these random websites because you know how you know me. I hate like all these random websites that are popping up and just trying to get you to put all your crazy information in there and not actually help you get the insurance you need. So but before I do, please, please, uh, let's welcome Roger Mark, our guest sponsor of the podcast, to the Lunch and Learn world with Dr. Bear. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, so yeah, Roger, hello, Mr. Pierre, how are you today? I'm, I'm well, thank you. I appreciate it. Like I said, we are uh, ecstatic uh, that you can be here. I know the listeners are going to be very in tune to this episode, especially because, like, I stress the importance of you know getting taking care of your health and you know making sure that you're doing all you can. But for the most part, right when you when you want to do that, right, you got to get health insurance, right? Definitely, health insurance is uh is necessary, especially if you if you know you're one of those persons that go to the doctor for every little thing. I mean, you get a headache, you go to the doctor. You 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 flip your finger, you cut your finger, you go to the doctor. You get a splinter, you go to the doctor. So health insurance is is <laughs> is really very very important. I, I don't want to stress that how important it is, and then I really don't want to stress the cost of it. The cost is costing you. And then the cost to the employer or yourself, if you get it for yourself, mm. we really don't want to go into that because it could really be costly, especially um, if you don't have health insurance. Doctors' prices goes up even higher. Wow! So, so for, let's start off and just so everyone kind of knows, um, like who you are and what classic insurance. Give us an introduction on you know who you are and you know why you're so important, especially in you know getting people to really take control of their health. Well, um, uh, my name is Roger Mark, and um, I own a business in Atlanta, Georgia. It's called Classic Tax, Ins- um, Classic Tax and Insurance Services. Um, we focus mainly in insurance, and um, pretty much we deal with pretty much of our aspect of insurance. We deal with health insurance, we deal with life insurance, and, and um, we do a little bit of property and casualty insurance. But we specifically deal with health insurance and life insurance because health insurance is pretty much have to deal with your health. And then life insurance have to pretty much deal with your health also and your life and then leaving something behind for your family. And it's also living expenses also. When people think about life insurance, they're thinking like, hey, I'm about to die and um, I really don't need life insurance. I'm leaving money behind for people to leave off for me to get richer and stuff like that. It's really not that because life insurance, they are a whole new different different aspect in life because people are living longer now and then the insurance company are realizing that. 
so people can use life insurance to live off of. And especially if you turn, if you if you live in to be like 87, 86, and you can't take care of yourself, you need somebody to take care of you. And um, life insurance pretty much could do that for you. Then health insurance pretty much have to do with your health, like we said. And and if you know if you don't take care of your body, and that's pretty much where yeah. that life insurance come in. And that, so, there's a there, there's a lot of people who who ain't, and that's crazy because there's a lot of people who not taking their body, not not getting the health insurance that they need, and then mm-hmm. at the end of life, and we've talked about this on previous episodes, at the end of life, wondering, you know, like they they, they their family members got the T-shirt out saying, you know, please mm-hmm. for the funeral, please, and, uh, sponsor. Yes, I mean, you're looking for sponsorship. Or you look into uh, Facebook and sponsor the funeral, something like that. It's 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 kind of. I'm not gonna say it's crazy, but um, every day we could go out and spend five dollars. I mean, twenty dollars in a meal. Every day we could go out and spend forty dollars in a meal. We have not. Then we can't afford to buy a simple life insurance, a simple two thousand dollars, a three hundred thousand dollar policy for forty year old women, for forty year old men. For like twenty years, it's probably gonna cost you no more than like thirty bucks a month, which is time insurance. And the females will be even even less than that. And but the conception is like people thinking life insurance is expensive, but it really isn't expensive. Um, you have you have a lot of a lot of variations of life insurance that you could get. You could get either you could get a term insurance or you can get a life um, a whole life. You have all aspect of whole life, and you have all aspects of term. And then whole life is like you buy it for the life of the policy term, meaning that you just buy it for a period of a, a period of time. So if I want a ten year term, after that ten year, if I want to renew it, the insurance company gonna have to renew it at the age where you at now. At after ten years, like for example, if I'm thirty five now, the same health that I'm at right now, thirty five, I'm gonna not be the same health at forty or fifty if I get like a a ten year or forty year term. So if I get a 10-year term at 45 or 55, when it's time for the insurance company to renew that policy, they're going to give me another policy at the age that I'm currently is. So if I had got a $35,000 policy at, what, 35? At 45, that $35,000 policy might cost about, uh, you know, 80 bucks. Where at 35, it might cost like 30 bucks. Mm. So your risk and your age and uh, the risk factor as far as like, the activity that you do, then your your age also as we age is things that we used to do we don't do as much no more and our health deteriorate and that's pretty much where the health insurance come in. You know, if you're keeping if you're keeping up with your doctor's appointment and then as a mayor, you know you gotta get colon, um, you gotta get your get your checkup every month. That colon cancer, <laughs> colonoscopy. They don't, the, female, the, men, the men never you know. want to hear about the colonoscopy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny the men don't never worry about it, but the men are the ones that have like life insurance is higher because you take Oof. you take a lot more risk than mm. female. Like as a female, they female take care of a lot more better than their body rest to us. You get a headache for like weeks and don't go to the doctor. Don't go to don't, oh man, and, you know, worrying about it like hey, I'm fine, I'm fine, and everything like that. But these are the different aspects of it. But just to give you a little, just a little you know bit of it. But yeah. it go more. But it go more into details. But those are the basic. Amazing. Like whole life and term life. Those are the two options that you have when it comes to life insurance. But as far as like term and whole life, there's different aspect of it. Even but, of, even of those two subset. Yeah, subsets. All right. So for so for the folks who like saying, you know what, like. I'm, I, I hear what Roger's saying, and now I'm scared as hell. Like, I need to go get some insurance, like, today. Like, I need to get this health insurance. I need to, you know, like, go to this doctor's appointment. Like, mm-hmm. let's talk about, like, in this time frame right now, right, where, you know, we're in this this thing called open enrollment, right? Like, what is that? Like, if I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm like a novice. I don't know nothing about health. What does open enrollment mean? And, like, and why is the insurance agent an important asset uh, during this time frame? Well, open enrollment is pretty much, um, you know, every year um, companies that already have um, health insurance within that company, they have a time period where they have to sign up the people that already have it within that company because the following year, 
they um like January first, your 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 policy just ended. You know what I'm saying? So so they give you a time period like between now is from you know December December fifteen, that's when the um November first November first to December fifteenth is pretty much open enrollment period. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit a little bit shorter this year. We have not. Meaning that and we we're not gonna talk about that, why it's shorter, but you know it's <laughs> you know the company that you're with right now, if you have health insurance and then if you have signed up for it from previous year, you had it from January first to December thirty first. Now this year you're gonna have to renew it for the following year. Mm. So by December thirty first, it's pretty much canceled. So if so, I so if I have health insurance so, now, I I still mm-hmm. have to make sure I got health insurance for next year. For the next year. Mm. So before it canceled in December 31st, so that you guys want to incur a, a feed or have not, to, there's, a little, there's a little background that goes into it. They don't go want to go into it, but if you want to incur a feed or an increase or have not, so the insurance company said, okay, before your, it's kind of like having a car insurance. If it lapses, this is, you know, your insurance um, premium goes up. So the insurance company said, okay, since your insurance, um, health insurance, and in December, we're going to give you a time zone where you have to, um, you know, apply for the next year. And then once that time zone cancel, then when the following year comes around, you're already insured. So from December 31st at midnight, January 1st come, you're fully insured. Now, if you don't sign up for it, then you're not insured. Yeah. And, and the, sign up, Open enrollment. The, the sign up period ends on December 15th. December 15th is when the sign-up period and ends. For, for my Lunch and Learn listeners, I want to give y'all, uh, you, know, uh, uh, you know, a highlight. That day is actually my birthday. So if you don't remember <laughs> when sign-up ends, right, think like, hey, Dr. Barry's birthday is December 15th. I got to get health insurance before December 15th or come January 1st, like, I can't see the doctor. Can't see the doctor. Mm. So when, when when we talk about it, if I if I'm again I'm I'm this customer like I I ain't have no insurance last year but you know I heard Roger mm-hmm. say you know I got to get health insurance like ASAP before December fifteenth remember December fifteenth mm-hmm. Doctor Barry's birthday I got to get health insurance before December fifteenth like when I walk into your office and I say hey I need some health insurance like what are my options? Well you know it's it's kind of like you know um, well you have plenty of options, either if you're with Aetna, United, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, or all the different ones that's mm-hmm. out there. Um, you have options. And the options are, like, you yourself know your health condition. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like you go you go to a store, you know your shoe size. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or you walk into the store, you know your outfit size. You know that's what fits you. So therefore, you choose that because it fits you. And also, you also got to keep in mind that health insurance only pay eighty percent of your cost. Ooh. The other twenty percent is up to you. Now, so you can consider I, that you know, as that, a deductible. A, ooh, I, like, and I, I don't even want to gloss yeah. on because I think that's something that a lot of people um, don't realize. Like, I think a lot of people feel like when they sign up for that health care plan, wherever that plan is, Blue Cross, Aetna. Like, they are, like they are fully insured. Like, they, they, like they, they, they don't have nothing else to do. Mm. Yeah. But you know, but you got to understand that when you go to um, insurance, I mean, uh, the doctor, some of us have copay. And if you're not paying copay, your premium is double. That's pretty much what that means. Right. If you don't have a copay, that means that your premium is going to be higher than the guy who have a drug. Twenty dollars or forty dollars copay. Ooh. So if you don't want no, if you don't want no copay, that means that the insurance company gonna pass that down to your premium. So pre- and, pre- and, w- and what is the premium? Well, the premium varies. You know, all companies, either Aetna, United, Blue Cross Blue Shield, which is the top three that I know. Like anywhere you go, those three would be like one of the t- them's would be like the names that come up. Like you know, you have an option of the gold plan. The silver plan mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, well, they have some other plans out there, but most likely you have gold, silver, and then all the different colors or whatever. They'd like, okay, these are the, these are the options that you have, and then they were like, okay, you have uh, your deductible could be five thousand, six thousand, three thousand, and then for the gold plan, you have option one, two, three, 
with different deductibles. And then after all these three options, these are what the options, these options cover. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you have the silver plan. These are the silver plan. This is what the silver, you have the one, two, three or the silver plan. And this is what one covered this is what two covered. This is what three covered. So to go, to go down and give you a list, I'm going to give you an example. Blue Cross Blue Shield have about 157 different plans in this system. Wow. That's, that's 157 plan that they goes by. So, as a as an insurance agent, I'm sitting here going through all these 157 plans where I'm looking like, okay, for somebody that don't know nothing about like um, health insurance, they're looking at this like, okay, I don't know nothing about this. Like, why should I even choose this option? <laughs> like, what right. option is best for me? <laughs> you know, and and as a as an agent, it, it, this is where you have the conversation with your with your with your agent or whatever or potential client. Like, okay. Okay, do you have any health issues? Have you had any health history in your family of of this disease, that disease? Because you know most diseases are hereditary or the genetic passed down in family from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. Some of them are basically caused by your diet. Would you eat every day? I want. I want to. I want to so, see to my diabetic, my hypertensive, my high cholesterol. You know, uh, <laughs> you know so. So when people come in and they tell you all of these options as as, a, as an insurance agent, you want to give them a product that's gonna be where they could be at the doctor. Because if it's a, if it's something that happens on a regular basis, you you want to give them a policy that's gonna cover them, not just one doctor visit or two doctor visits. You want to give them a policy that's gonna cover them for at least ten or fifteen different doctor visits throughout the year. Wow, you know. So that give them that give them that give them the leeway of like okay if I was a doctor this month or that month or whatever, and then if it's not that serious, do I need to go to a doctor? And that's one of the other things too that the insurance company does they limit the amount of visit that you go. So if you're one of those people that go to a doctor like almost every day of the week for anything at all, then you know that your premium is going to be, you might want to get a policy that cover you for that purpose mm-hmm. only. But besides health insurance, you know, there is this thing they call supplemental insurance also, which is cover you for accidental accident, you know, like for example, some of the ones that I represent would be AFLAC or combined insurance, which is what and, and, and that's, 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 that's those commercials with the duck, right? That's the commercial with the duck. <laughs> and that's AFLAC. Mm-hmm. And then you have Combine. Combine is the one that doesn't have commercials at all, but they're the ones that AFLAC copy the business model from. You oh, know? Wow. So, so Combine been here way longer than AFLAC, but AFLAC being that it's new, they do a lot of commercials and that's how they pretty much get their clients. And you could, you could consider AFLAC, I mean, Combine as a good old boy company. You know, that been here for like about a hundred or two hundred years. Wow. And then act like he's a new guy in the in the in the building and they gotta let this stuff known that they're in the building. So they gotta let everybody know I'm here, I'm here. So then the building belong to combine, but act like he's inside occupying it. Occupying. Okay. <laughs> if 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 that if that make if that makes sense. But like I said before, um the health insurance only cover eighty percent of your power of your premium. I mean your your bills. The other twenty percent is up to you, and that's where I tell clients, you know, supplemental insurance is the options that you could have. Also, those people that have like those those high premium or high deductible, I was I tell them to supplement it with a with a supplemental insurance because supplemental insurance, what they does is that whatever the insur- um, the health insurance company don't pay. They cover the other half, the other twenty percent. Ah, like, like for example, if 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 I know a young lady who's planning on having kid in the next couple of years, and and she wanna, I would tell her to definitely get a hospital confinement insurance. Because the hospital confinement insurance with AFLAC or combined insurance, they pretty much pay for pretty much everything that they're gonna be doing to you. Like they pay for your um your bed. They pay for overnight. They wow. pay for um, your checkups. 
they pay. They even pay for the chair that they're wheeling you in around the hospital that they charge you for. They even <laughs> pay for that hey. on a daily basis. As a father uh, who's went through two pregnancies, when I tell you that these hospitals charge you for everything. Man. Everything. I have clients that coming out that coming out of the hospital after a two-week stay for like $10,000 in check. Ooh. Yeah. And then that money that this that money they send it to you, they don't give it to the to the insurance company or they don't give it to the doctor or anything like that. I'm sorry, <laughs> Doctor Pierre. But they don't give that money to the doctor or the hospital. They send that money to you. Now, as a person who's been in a hospital that long that didn't have, you know, income coming in, now you just end up with the ten thousand dollars. The likelihood of you going back soup to work sooner than later is pretty much mm-hmm. widened now. So you know, I could I'm a little bit longer. Lady, ladies, um, listen. You know, if you if you're not so, trying to rush back to work, because you know you got to pay bills, like that supplemental insurance definitely sounds like uh, a move that you really should be thinking about. It, it really is, especially if you don't go with that health insurance route. Supplemental insurance is for accident. It cover accident, like for example, the parents who's in a baseball trio playing game with his son and then you know something happened where he got hit and hit with the ball and he's bleeding he go to the hospital supplemental insurance would cover that because that's considered an accident the accident could happen in a job or off the job if it was a car accident they would cover you for that it, it it's 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 a lot more into supplemental insurance i see people don't don't buy into it but there's a lot of benefit into it for for the people that does it really know much about insurance at all so and i know you talked about like patients with like high premiums and high deductibles like what does it Mm -hmm. mean to have a high deductible like let's say they come to see me and i charge their insurance you know 200 bucks Mm -hmm. even though you pay your copay of 20 dollars right like what does it mean to have Mm -hmm. a high deductible well you know certain surgeries cost a lot of money uh, especially the the cancer person, the person that that's in the hospital, mm. um, getting getting all those tests done, then having surgeries on top of that, and then coming back for checkup and then having chemo and all all of that stuff costs money. You can walk out of the hospital with at least a half a million dollars worth of bills. So so the insurance company is like, okay, for that half a million dollars, I'm only gonna pay eighty percent of it. Out of the eighty percent, this is your deductible. Ooh. Like after you pay that deductible, that's when you know I'm gonna pay the, the insurance company that company they have. Then the other half, the deductible is up to you to pay. Wow! And as a person who have as a person who have like supplemental insurance, say you have like a cancer policy to cover you in case you that did happen or critical illness or any type of critical illness at all that 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 you get the policy for that cover for that critical illness. I was again. I'm gonna go back to combined insurance and AFLAC. They have good critical illness policy, and these policy pay you per occurrence, meaning that they give you a certain amount of money per occurrence. And then, say if you have the accident policy, and then you have the critical illness policy. So now you have two policies that paying you for the oh, cancer wow. policy because. One, you're already in a hospital because the accidental, the accidental policy pay for a hospital, uh, hospital for the day that you're in there or whatever test they're running in for you, the bed and everything else that they're doing in there. They have the accident policy got paid for that. Then you have the, and then you have the um, cancer policy, and the cancer policy is gonna pay for your treatment and so on and so forth. And on top of that, they automatically give you a certain amount of money. In case you have loved ones that want to come with you to cover hospital bills and to cut or cover traveling expenses and so on and so forth, so that's another good policy to have. So all of that money is not coming out of your pocket because you know all of that stuff could pretty much put you out of a house. Oh yeah, put you out of your bank account is cleared out and everything like that. So there is policies out there to cover people. It's just that people are not informed of these policies. Mm-hmm. And then also when they are provided with it, they kind of like, okay, I'm fully covered. Okay. You're fully covered. Did you know that your insurance, the health insurance that you have, depending the type that you have 
only cover a certain percentage of your insurance. You know, it's kind of like having a car. It's kind of like having like a car insurance because you know you got to pay the deductible, whatever it is, even if you're full cover or not, you still got to pay the deductible. And I, and I can tell you, especially in, in, in the car insurance standpoint, you may have a deductible that is like two fifty, five hundred, a thousand. Yeah. But mm-hmm. in the insurance realm, doesn't doesn't that deductible can sometimes go up to like in the thousands? It can go from three hundred up to six thousand, seven thousand, eight thousand. It, so, it it varies. And so, listen, you listeners, know. I want you to like to really like catch that. Like you can have a deductible and your insurance is like, we're not paying until you pay your part of the deductible. So if, if you're, you know, if you're making that mistake and I have some patients who make this mistake when I was doing outpatient medicine, that they'll get an insurance mm-hmm. plan because for them, they're looking for the one with the lowest premium, right? Which is like the lowest mm-hmm. monthly payment per month. Yeah. Now, yeah. Some people, people does that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, but not realizing that it gets them in trouble. It does, because for example, I, like the example I just gave you earlier, like I know I'm like somebody that doesn't go in the hospital a lot, and I can tell you throughout the whole year I probably go to the hospital like one time, and the only time I'm in there is because the weather is changing and I got a cold, <laughs> and and my mom like you gotta go to the hospital. I'm like I ain't nothing wrong with me. I could drink orange juice or whatever. Then I go to the hospital and sit there for like an hour and then get a bill for like twelve thousand dollars. So I'm saying, like, okay, how did I end up with twelve thousand dollars? I was only in there. You guys only prescribed me ibuprofen. <laughs> you know, so for somebody like me, I don't go over to the hospital a lot. And then in my family, I know I don't have a history of people that have cancer or any critical illness or what have not. And then I watch out what I eat and I work out a lot, so I keep up with my health. That's one. And I watch what I eat. That's another thing. And then I'm involved in a lot of sports. So that right there keeps me healthy throughout the year. So therefore, when I do get an insurance policy or a health policy, I get a policy to fit my lifestyle. Mm. Meaning that I'm not about to get a, a, a policy for like five or six, uh, I mean, about an $800, $800 policy, a PPO or HMO or EPO, whatever which one that I get and a EPO would be more costly than a, than a PPO or a HMO and a HMO would be less costly than a PPO. Hmm. So meaning that when I do decide on all of these things, my policy got to fit me right. and my lifestyle. So when I do get a policy, the cost, I'm all, I'm more, it's not more, it's not as a cost effective, but lifestyle effective. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, like I know that for how I've been living and how, how my histories of my family, not saying that I, I can't get a accident at any given time. So I know I'm going to get an accident policy because accidents happen all the time. You know what I'm saying? As far as like critical illness, I'm not saying that it would not happen to me, but as far as like my health goes throughout my whole life and in my whole family generation, I don't know of anybody that had those type of illnesses. So therefore, a critical illness policy might not do me any good. So I'd be like, I'll be paying for something that I don't think I'm going to need in the near future. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But as I age, uh, but as I age, I know that down the line, I might need that then at a certain age, I might get that. But right now, for me, I don't think that's something that I need. So therefore, when I get that policy, I get the policy that fit my lifestyle. If it's cost effective for me, then it's cost effective. If my lifestyle fit the cost, then that's the one that I'm getting. If the lifestyle don't fit my cost, then that's not the one I'm getting. That's not the one you get. So for your patient that got the policy that they get, they wasn't really thinking about their lifestyle and their health, mm. meaning that they was putting account like what they're eating yeah. and, and um, the exercise or the the activity habits, you know, nowadays people really just don't walk anymore. They take cars everywhere. They, they take they, ride everywhere. They, where they avoid they the sun like the plague. They consider, don't. you know, the consideration of being outside, walking around, being active. All of that is helping your body out. 
and all oh, that's helping you to stay healthy, getting a strong heart, keeping your legs, you know, you know, your legs muscle functionable, you know. If you don't use these things like as a daily basis, they get yeah. contracted in it. <laughs> and then what happens is that when you're about to use them now, they, they stress you not to do the activity that you want them to do. And now they're telling you that, no, we're not doing that because you ain't been doing nothing with us yeah. for the past 10 years or the oh. past month. You know? And then that's why you have people going out and they're pulling out, they're pulling out the hamstring, they're doing all that other stuff. And now they got to go to the hospital. And and you, oh. I think you're being actually generous because I, I talked about on the hurricane episode that you have people who don't do no type of physical activity the whole year, mm-hmm. and a, a snow's coming, a hurricane's coming, something's happening, and all of a sudden they're mm-hmm. they're breaking up leaves, they're shoveling snow, they're and they're getting leaves. a heart attack. Yeah. And then in Florida, they're putting up shuttles. And they're putting stuff. up they're shutters. Up, mm-hmm. Climbing up up ladders and stuff, and then you have them falling down. People yep. are pulling up having back problems and all the other stuff. So with the hurricane, I'm pretty sure you got to have a lot of people in ICU. Yeah, <laughs> we, we had, it was so funny. We had a lot of patients get admitted for heart attacks. We had so many heart attacks like leading up into and then even after. Or we had a lot mm-hmm. of people with broken bones because they, they, they're, they're up someplace that they shouldn't have been. But because, you know, mm-hmm. they don't do no activity the whole year, they don't prepare yep. the whole year. All of a sudden, they think there's like they're He-Man, they're Superwoman. And then... Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's right. what I mean by 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 picking the right health insurance that works for you. And like I said, um, Blue Cross and Blue Shield have about 157 <laughs> different plans in the system. Mm. So you, know, you can't... Especially if you're the the you know the novice person, you know I'm new, I'm fresh, and like I don't know nothing about insurance. And then I go to a mm-hmm. website that shows me a hundred and fifty different options. I'm gonna just turn around. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, you know what? I'm okay. I'm not gonna get health insurance because like I clearly I can't choose. Most most people do, or the the system pretty much choose one for you. Mm. But then again, it might not be the one that you want. Right. You know. Because then again, you got to think, this is a computer system. It's only going to put in your emotion. Because when you're picking up a health insurance, I mean, a health insurance plan, your emotion goes into all of that. So whatever you tell the computer, that's pretty much what the computer is going to do. And then when when the computer done compiling all the information that you put in there, it's going to come up with a with a series of plans for you. And now it's up to you to pick which one is the best one for you. I'm not saying that, you know, computers are not um, an effective system to use. But for me, I would like to sit in front of somebody that I know that I could ask questions and be like, so if this has happened, how much of it you guys going to cover? Wow. Or if that happened, how much of it you guys going to cover? How much of it do I have to pay? So I got to give you scenarios to see which one would be best for me. You know? Okay. And you you can't do that in front of a computer. You can't do that in front of a computer. Can't do that in front of So before we end, because I know you kind of you kind of touched on it when you talked about like the different PPOs and EPOs mm-hmm. and HMOs and all these different letters. You know what? Can you can you give listeners a, 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 a just a quick little rundown of what the difference is? So you know when so they have an idea. All right, HMO stands for Health Maintenance Organization. Um, what pretty much that is meaning that you have a primary doctor. Like, for example, I'll use you, for example, Dr. Pierre. Dr. Pierre is my primary doctor. Whenever something happened, whenever something happened that I have to go see a doctor, I go to Barry, to Dr. Pierre first. Like, if I need to see a specialist, I have to go to Dr. Pierre. Hmm. Dr. Pierre have to recommend me to see a specialist. If Dr. Pierre don't recommend me to go to see a specialist, I can't see a specialist. Oh, wow. So, so that's pretty much what I HMO did. It's a moment in that if my primary doctor don't recommend it, I can't do it. You know? okay. So if if I need a, a, a if I have a skin rash, I need to see a dermatologist. The person that would recommend me would be Dr. Pierre. I cannot just get up and go to see a uh, dermatologist. The exception with that is that OBGYN for female. They, they, that's the only exception to that. You, you can go to them directly. That. They could get them directly. But as far as that goes, as far as everything else, your primary doctors is pretty much it. I mean, 
PBO stands for um, stand for Preferred Provider Organization, and um, meaning that you do not have to go to your primary doctor. So, you so, can go so pretty much they can, they can skip me. You can skip you. Oh wow! Okay, you can go to any healthcare professional <laughs> you want without a referral, inside, inside or outside of your network. Because with the HMO, you got a network. A PPO, you can go in outside your network. So, meaning that. HMO, you have a network of people that the insurance company already talked to. And then, then you go to Dr. Pierre. Dr. Pierre will be like, oh, these are the people that's in your, H- uh, in, your, in, your um, in your cluster or your providers within your, your, your HMO. These are the people you could go to. Okay. Now, with the PPO, the PPO say, okay, then I don't have a primary doctor. I could go to whoever doctor. And then I could go to whomever. Um, um, key person outside. If I need to see a specialist outside my cover area, I can go. That's pretty much where the PPO is. Right. And now you have the EPO, which stands for Exclusive Provider Organization. And then the EPO is pretty much, you know, it's a fle- you have the flexibility of an HMO and you have the flex- flexibility of a PPO put together. Uh, that's, that's, that's pretty much all it is. So if I was you don't like need to choose if, a primary care physician, you don't need to refer to see a specialist or anything like that. So if, I'm a, if I'm, I'm a customer, like why would I even choose an HMO, like a place where I gotta go see Doctor Barry first before you know I see any? Like what was what would be even what would the point? Price. Mm. Price. Like for example, if if I know that you know as an insurance carrier, I have a I have uh, about a thousand people within my network, right? So I come to Dr. Pierre and I come to a bunch of doctors like, hey, I have a thousand um, clients in my system. And these are the services that they wanted and these are the the, the prices that I'm charging. Then now as a doctor, you want if you want to capture these clients, these are the prices that you should charge to these clients. You know what I'm saying? So now when these clients come, they know they're paying these charges for these, whatever it is that they're covering for, these are the prices that are charging. That's everybody within that that network. That, that network, okay. So now I haven't talked to anybody outside that network yet about any of these prices or anything. So anybody outside the network could charge you whatever price they want because you're outside the network. Uh, now, if you was inside the network, it would have cost a certain price. Now you're outside the network. Now it's going to cost a different price. Now where... In the network, it could have cost like five dollars. Now, outside the network, it's costing us like fifty or sixty bucks, just to give you an example. Wow! So that's that's the reason for the HMO network. And, and usually, that fifty to sixty bucks is it that the insurance that pay for that, or is that that me? Well, out of fifteen, the insurance company gonna pay the eighty percent. You know, and then out of that fifty, the insurance company gonna pay the eighty percent. Uh, or they might not, or they might not cover it at all. Wow. Or they might not cover it at all. Because, 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 because I, be like, okay, I, I stepped outside, outside, outside network, the network. Like we're not covering it. So since you're outside the network, we might not want to. We might want to look at this to see the urgency of why you went there, and then to see if we're gonna cover it. Hmm. You know. So that, that's that's the difference. I guess you would say. And and the the so the PPO's ex, more expensive because more. I can go wherever I want. You can go wherever you want. You don't have to go directly to the doctor. And you have the the liberty of going outside the network. And and I can so, I can tell you especially especially on the from the physician side, you know, you know guys I like to always give you the physician side of these things. Um, Because I've taken care of patients who are on HMO and I was a part of their HMO plan and I've taken care of patients who are part of their PPO plan. And and I, and, and he hit it right ahead on the money. Yeah, the HMO folks, uh, they come right to me. And, you know, sometimes I feel bad, right? Because sometimes, like, especially for my, like, my women patients, right? Because, for example, like, mm-hmm. women can see the OB as long as it's a well visit, right? As long as you're getting your pap smear, you can go directly to the OB. You don't got to come see me. Uh-huh. But I used to have patients who were pregnant, lo and behold, pregnant, and they had to see me first before they saw the OB. And the whole time exactly. I'm looking like, hey, I'm not going to do nothing with you. 
I'm just gonna refer. Hey, congratulations! Get your vitamins and go to your OB. And exactly. If I'm a patient, so right? Because so the HMO. patient still gotta pay me. Like you know, so mm-hmm. they still gotta pay that copay to come see me before they can see the OB. Even though everything is saying go see the OB. Yep. And then on the flip side, I used to have patients who were on that PPO. And they love mm-hmm. and, and and this is when and I think you know Roger talked about like making sure you know who you are. If you're the type of patient who does not want to have to come see their primary care doctor every time you want to see the gastroenterologist, the dermatologist, the cardiologist, like all of those ologists, like if you're that type of patient, please don't get no HMO. Cause you're gonna be upset. You're going to be upset at me because you're going to have to see me every single time and you're going to be mad that you can't go directly, you know, to the person you want to go to. Yep. So, so from a physician standpoint, I think, and I, I, I hope we don't like gloss over it. Like it's really important to know who you are, like what type of patient you are going in. Like, cause if you, if you're the type of patient who like, you don't like that type of structure, you need to go get you a PPO. And yes, the PPO is going to cost you money, but it's going to cost you less headache down the line. Yep. But if you if you a patient, you're like, hey, you know what? I don't care. I like seeing Doctor Barry. I don't I don't care if I got to see my primary care doctor, or I want my primary care doctor to be the person who takes care of all of my problems, anyways. And he only refers me when he absolutely has to. You know, maybe an HMO plan is 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 in the works for you as well. So that so I, I want I want to stress that like we talked a lot about. You know, the insurances, different type of insurances. But I think the most important thing he talked about throughout this whole time is really knowing yourself. And I think a lot of times uh, patients don't really know who they actually are in the realm of, you know, taking care of themselves and getting health insurance. And, you know, he even alluded to it even earlier in the beginning when he talked about getting life insurance. Like if you don't know the type of person you are, you're not going to know the type of insurance you need. So that's why, you know, that's why I always stress my patients, like, see an insurance agent. Me, I'm a physician, right? You don't want to ask me about insurances. Like, if I, see a, if I see 150 different insurances, I'm turning around, I'm closing my browser, and I'm going to go elsewhere. i like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> so I, I really yeah. want to stress, like, it, the importance, especially because, again, remember, remember my birthday, December 15th. December 15th, December 15th. Is the end of open enrollment. If you, mm-hmm. we need you to get, if you, if you walking around here and you don't have insurance right now, like, and you know, Roger's actually, he's going to, he's about to give you all his contact information so you, he can get you set up with some insurance. Uh, like do so ASAP, right? Because like, I don't want you to be in 2018 wondering why I let this window pass by, like why I let open enrollment pass by without getting health insurance that I absolutely need. And another thing also, um, Dr. Pierre, life insurance, um, besides health insurance, I think life insurance is something that everybody should have. Oh, yes. Especially if you, the African-American community, where they don't think like life insurance is important. Mm. And um, the island communities and other people that don't think that life insurance is important. But mm-hmm. you also got to keep in mind that you have barrier costs that you're leaving yes. behind, especially if you have family member that can't afford a nowadays, um, even for cremation, it's cost $5,000. Yep. You know, so, so even if you get like a $10,000 life insurance, that's, 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 that's something that they could have to help, help out with your funeral. And I'm, and I'm glad you and, say that too, because I think a lot of people like don't like, don't, um, you know, take into the fact that it costs money just to bury the person. Like we're not, like we're, we're not saying you got to get a million dollar life insurance policy. We're no. not even saying that. But please, we just want you to bury you. You just have something to bury you. If you don't want to leave your, your, if you don't want to leave nothing behind for your kids or your wife or your, or your, your mom or your dad, if you don't want nobody worrying about how they're gonna bury you because mm-hmm. they're already grieving about your death. Yep. And now they got to figure out how to bury you. Mm-hmm. One thing I hate is seeing stuff on Facebook and Instagram. Ooh. Go sponsor somebody for their burial, and I'm like, why am I sponsoring somebody for burial that could have they could have spent like ten dollars, five dollars, I mean twenty dollars a month to just get a basic policy just to yep. bury them. Just I'm bury. sorry to say, but I just I just don't feel like as a 
as a 34-year-old man that I should be paying for your burial. I'm yeah. sorry. I guess this is something I just don't see that I should be doing. I'm going to help out, but that's something that I don't think that people shouldn't be it putting should, on Facebook. It shouldn't be expected. And Instagram, and, and it shouldn't be expected, especially nowadays. We have, like, so many life insurance companies out there that's more than willing to cover you. Back in the day, they wasn't covering AIDS. They wasn't covering high blood pressure. They wasn't covering, mm-hmm. you know, any of those critical illness. Now they're covering almost everything. Mm-hmm. So if they're covering all that, then you know that you need it. Just if you don't come to me, if you don't go, even if you don't come to me, I would stress to encourage you to go to any insurance agent. Get a life insurance. Yeah, life insurance. And, and, and that's the point. And he talked about how, like, in in the life insurance world, they're starting to cover these things. Can I tell y'all, folks? And again, and this is something. Again, we're not going to get political on here. I know y'all don't listen to Doctor Barry to get political, but before the Affordable Care Act plan, insurance companies were denying you if you were anemic. Insurance companies yep. were denying you if you had children. Insurance companies were yep. denying you if you were obese, if you were hypertensive. Like insurance companies were denying you left. You had to literally be the most perfect healthy person in the world to get insurance. And remember what Roger said, right? If I'm healthy, I'm going to the gym, I'm eating right. Why am I going to get health insurance? That makes absolutely no sense. So, so before the Affordable Care Act, we had a lot of people who could not, even if they wanted to, could not get health insurance because of it. Right. So like, I, I don't want to like, you know, and again, I hate to, I hate to get political on y'all, but like, like you know, when, we, when we talk about, you know, the Affordable Care Act and, you know, those who may not even recognize when I say Affordable Care Act, when you see people say Obamacare, that's what they're talking Obamacare. about. Obamacare. Like when that's you hear people say Obamacare, that's what they're talking about. Like, and this is what like really the open enrollment's about. And this is, this is why I'm so passionate. And this is why I wanted to make sure I got, you know, a, so, so that's, so, man, that's, you know, that's, so, that's, that's where it's at, man. So, so Rogers, please tell the people how can they get in contact with you to get their life in order, to get their health insurance in order. Like, how can they? How can they reach out? Well, um, I'm pretty much located in Georgia. I'm licensed in Florida, and pretty much anywhere that you might need a product, I could get licensed for. But I'm basically licensed in Florida and Georgia because that's pretty much where most of my customers come from. Okay. But if you need something, I can find it for you. Uh, definitely will get a license to get it for you or I could refer you to somebody that can get it for you. But um, I could be Reach, um, Classic Insurance on Instagram, um, Classic Insurance on Facebook, and you can look me up at classicinsures.com. And uh, my phone number is 678-664-8787. Or you can reach me by email, Classic Insurance, the last two letters, which is C-E, is S-E at gmail.com. And, and, and I'm going to have, have all questions. of this information in the show notes. So even if you're, if you're driving, you're, you know, you're watching TV, whatever, um, all of this information will be in the show notes. Again, um, I don't think we can, I don't think I can stress the importance enough that, you know, getting on health insurance and even life insurance specifically getting on, you know, insurance, like getting protected, you know, because Mm -hmm. no, like we, we know what's guaranteed is that you can either get sick or you can die. Like that's guaranteed. Yeah. Like that, right. Like it's happening. Like, let me tell you right now, someone's going to get sick. Someone's going to die. These are the two things that you, you know, in life that you gotta have. Right. Like I saw this thing the other day where it say, you know, our cell phone, we put insurance on our cell phone while we're paying twenty dollars a month. But we wouldn't but we will not get a life insurance on ourselves. Hey, that's <laughs> wild. That is funny. Yeah. Shout, shout out to Apple Care. Shout out to Apple. I know Sprint <laughs> is taking that twenty dollars out of my account every month for that phone coverage. Wow. And they get it now. After I pay that twenty dollars, depending on what type of phone you got. If you have an iPhone, you got better have that two fifty to pay mm-hmm. on top of that twenty dollars you've been paying mm-hmm. to get that new phone that you want. You know? So if we're doing that, then why can't we get a a, a simple life insurance for wow. ourselves or cover ourselves for like the other things? Because if you get sick, you ain't able to pay your bills. 
Sprint will cut you off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you die, you can't. If you die, you can't pay Sprint. If you die, you gotta have that life insurance to bury yourself or to pay any other bills that you left behind. I love so it. these are the two things I would say. Like as an individual, I don't care. Like you know, young kids are dying now. Like flies nowadays. I don't. I don't accept it either. But that's another thing you have to worry about. Like you know, parents are bearing kids more off, more now than they were in the eighties and nineties, which is ridiculous. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like it at all. But that's something that you might have to think about getting insurance on your child. It's it's hard to think about these things, but yep. this is the life that we live in nowadays. And this is the life that we have discussion. to be aware of. That's the life that we have to be aware of. And then that's to protect if we if it's things out there that protect us to to cover us when these situations happen, please just go ask for uh if you don't know anything about insurance, you need more information, give me a call or get in contact with Dr. Pierre, you know, to get in contact with me. And if we can't help you, we will definitely find somebody that'll help you. You know, and one of the things that I hate is like somebody that don't know how to do things. They're just trying to figure out how to do it for you. I'm not that person. If I don't know it, I'm going to tell you, I do not know it. But if I, if I, I will find somebody that know it for you and I will refer you to that person. I love it. Absolutely love it. Well, again, Roger, thank you for enlightening my audience. And I appreciate you for having I def- me. I definitely want to have, um, and uh, definitely, and we we talked, we touched on the the life insurance aspect, and you know, when, if mm-hmm. we can get a chance, I'm pretty sure there's like a life insurance awareness month. Whenever that happens, we're gonna make sure we mm-hmm. get you back on the show. But appreciate it, and definitely. thank you uh, for helping definitely. enlighten uh, the audience here. Uh, on the lunch and learn with Dr. Barry, and like like I always end uh, my shows again. The the goal is to help prevent like the preventable death, right? Like that's that's what we're here for. That's what health insurance does, and that's what life insurance does. So I'm gonna see you guys next week. Hey, Dr. Bear here. You have just listened to another great episode of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Bear. I hope you're excited and hope you learned something from today's episode. I hope you learned from all of the episodes uh, that you get a chance to listen to. Before you leave, if you not have already done so, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I am everywhere where you like to listen to podcasts at, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, wherever you like listening to podcasts, the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry is there. Also, go ahead and follow me on my social media outlets. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, as well as Twitter, all at Lunch Learn Pod. Whether it be Twitter.com slash Lunch Learn Pod, Facebook.com slash Lunch Learn Pod, and Instagram.com slash Lunch Learn Pod, where you can, you know, get any videos, any pictures I may post, any messages or writing. So please follow me on there right after you go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and right before you leave me a five-star review on either Apple Podcasts or Stitcher Radio or wherever you can actually leave me a review. I'm much appreciative of all of you guys' support. And like I said earlier in the show, I will see you next week.